Welcome to the IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast for couples who struggle with infertility and want to fulfill their dreams of becoming parents. In this podcast, you'll learn actionable strategies to deal with infertility from Dr. Michael Chapman, or Prof as he's affectionately known. Prof is the co-founder of IVF Australia and is a leading Australian infertility specialist who has helped over 3,000 couples realise their dreams of becoming parents. To access previous episodes packed with ideas, solutions and tips that actually work, head over to Dr. Chapman's IVF podcast on iTunes. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1-800-111-483 or by emailing him michael.chapman at ivf.com.au. That first cry of a baby born after the long journey of IVF remains one of the most beautiful experiences in the world. As an obstetrician and an IVF specialist, I've had the privilege of experiencing this over many thousands of times in my long career, but I still remain moved by each baby's first cry. It signifies the end of a long journey and the beginning of a new life. This is Professor Michael Chapman, co-founder of IVF Australia and host of the IVF Journey podcast. Thanks for tuning in. To access all the previous episodes, head over to my website, www.theivfjourney.com and select IVF Journey Podcast from the navigation menu. You'll also be able to find the various services that we provide at IVF Australia. One of the problems that we come across in IVF um, is where the lining of the womb doesn't thicken up the way we want it to. The endometrium is thin. By thin, we mean less than five millimeters in thickness when we do an ultrasound. We know from studying thousands of women that the ideal thickness of the lining of the womb is somewhere between six and 12 millimeters. That's when the highest pregnancy rates occur. If you go beyond 14 millimetres or less than 5 millimetres, the pregnancy rates do drop off. That thin endometrium is probably caused by the lack of hormonal stimulation or a, a reluctance of the lining to respond to hormones. We don't actually understand why. Sometimes it can follow surgery to the uterus where a curette has scraped away the basal layers of the lining of the womb and, and therefore it, the basic building blocks for the lining have been removed and so the lining doesn't grow. So one of the first things we do when we find this problem as a recurring issue in a particular woman is to do a hysteroscopy. That's looking inside with a telescope, taking a small sample of the lining to see what's going on and to see whether, in fact, that thinning of the lining of the womb is because there are adhesions there. If that's all clear, we're left with the dilemma of what to do because we don't want to put an embryo back. 
in a suboptimal lining. As I mentioned, possibly hormones are responsible. So giving more estrogen, which is the usual stimulator of the proliferation of the lining of the womb, may help. And certainly in some cases I've had some success. That's giving doses of estrogen as high as women take when they're going on the pill. We'd give it for three or four weeks before a cycle where we're going to replace an embryo. The other potential cause is that the blood vessels that supply the lining of the womb for some reason are clogged up or narrowed. And so people have tried using the drug Viagra. And as men who've used it know, Viagra causes dilatation of blood vessels. And perhaps that might improve the supply of blood and oxygen and all the bits and pieces to the lining of the womb to make it grow. Again, the evidence is very unclear whether it's a positive or a negative, but people try it. More recently, there has been some experimental work done using growth factor, colony stimulating growth factor, and injecting it into the uterus on three or four occasions during the build-up towards an embryo transfer. The early results seem optimistic, but randomized controlled trials have not yet proven any benefit. But we'll wait and see. What we also know is that from cycle to cycle, you can get changes in the thickness of the womb. So just because your lining is thin this time, it may be okay on a subsequent occasion. Ultimately, however, if the lining of the womb remains thin, we will try to put an embryo back, but knowing that the success rates may not be high. I certainly wouldn't put embryo after embryo back in that situation. And what we probably would be doing is talking to you about surrogacy. In other words, putting that embryo into a woman who has a normal lining of the uterus and letting her carry the baby. That's pretty extreme, but I have on one occasion had a great success in that scenario. So that's thinning of the lining of the womb, a rare but important issue in IVF. And don't forget that you can access all the previous episodes by going to our website, www.theivfjourney.com and select IVF Journey podcast from the navigation menu. Thank you for listening to the IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast which helps couples negotiate their way through the IVF Journey all the way to parenthood. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1800 483 or by emailing him michael.chapman at ivf.com.au. 